Hello, 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 and welcome back to the podcast, From Debt to Wealth to Impact. My name is David Smith. I am your host and tour guide for this journey. Thank you so much for listening to episode one, if you did. Hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't, gone back, uh, go back and listen to it again, or for the first time. In this episode, I want to talk about a couple of the main reasons why most of us find ourselves in debt, living paycheck to paycheck, underprepared for retirement, and not living the life of impact that many of us would like to live. So let's get right into it. I am 54, going on 55, so I was raised in the 70s. I grew up in the 70s in Oklahoma, and I was raised Southern Baptist as a kid. And one of the big influences on my life back then in the 70s was Hal Lindsey. If you remember him, he was the author of The Late Great Planet Earth. And he was a very big proponent, a big promoter of the rapture theory. And the rapture was just a huge part of my childhood. I read um, The Late Great Planet Earth, and there were just a lot of influences that told us as Christians, the rapture was going to happen at any moment, and we weren't going to be here, and the future just wasn't going to be as long as most people thought it was going to be. Now, this may sound silly to some people, but that was part of my programming growing up. And that's the way I thought about the future. And that's the way that I thought about money. I had it in my head that the rapture was going to take place at any time. So even after I grew up and I became a young adult, I stayed active in the church. And it was in my head that the rapture could happen at any time. We certainly weren't going to make it to the year 2000. I remember in the 80s, there was another author besides Hal Lindsey that had a book, something like 84 Reasons Why the Rapture is Going to Happen in 84. And then when it didn't, he had 85 Reasons Why I Was Wrong and Why the Rapture is Definitely Going to Happen in 1985. But in any case, you know, if you grew up in the culture that I grew up in, I don't think any of us thought we were going to see the year 2000, let alone the year 2021 where we are now. And so, like I said, this may sound silly to some people, but that was part of my programming. I was convinced that I wasn't going to need to prepare for retirement because there wasn't going to be a retirement. We were going to all be out of here if um, we were believers. So that was one aspect of my programming, and that led me to not start preparing earlier and to fall behind. And I talked about programming Everything that we hear, everything that we see, everything that we experience is recorded by our brain. And the things that are, re are experienced over and over and over again, the things that we hear over and over again, become our programs, our, our brain's programs, our operating system. And one of the places where that impacts us the most is with money. So when I was growing up, besides the religious upbringing, the way money was modeled for me we were very, 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 very lower middle class. We weren't exactly poor. We knew what poor was. We had low-income housing in the neighborhood right next to us. A lot of my friends did live there. So I wouldn't say that we were poor, but like I said, we were extremely lower middle class. 
And we lived paycheck to paycheck. My dad was often laid off or quit jobs. And so we just struggled with money. And that was the way money was modeled to me. Like many of you, I heard things like money doesn't grow on trees. We can't afford it, you know, different things like that. And so that becomes, again, part of my mental programming, your mental programming. And the way that money is modeled for us when we're growing up, a lot of times that's the way that we handle money when we grow up. And so with this money mindset, we learn to live paycheck to paycheck. We learn to, to get into debt. You know, what these different things like that, our, our mindset that we're taught at a very early age helps us to get into position we are now. But not only our money mindset, but reason number two is that the system is actually rigged against us. You know, we are taught to go get uh, a good education and to get a job and to work 40, 45 years and you'll get a retirement. Usually you'll get a pension and you'll retire and ride off into the sunset. Well, pensions almost don't exist anymore. Um, I have a little one from FedEx, and that's actually going to be the topic of episode number three, Why I have a, how I have a pension but still not ready for retirement. That's a very interesting story. It's going to be in episode number three. The system, like I said, it's rigged against us. We're told to get an education and go get a job. Well, what happens when you go get a job? You work, say, 40 hours a week when you're starting out, you're young, you're working 40 hours a week, maybe you're making $10 an hour, and 40 times 10 is 400. So you get that first paycheck and you open it up, and lo and behold, it's not $400, is it? It's something like $345. And you're like, what in the world happened? Well, taxes happened. You see, if you go get a job, If you are a W-2 employee, when you work, before you get your paycheck, Uncle Sam reaches into your paycheck and pulls out his taxes first. So you make $400 gross, but your actual paycheck is $345. Maybe you make a little bit more money. You make $1,200 a week gross, but your actual paycheck is $950. So the system, like I said, it's rigged against us from the very beginning. If we go get a job, we earn income, we pay taxes first, and then we get to spend what's left over. So we didn't make our full paycheck. We have to have a car. We have to have a TV and cable and cell phone and all of these different things. But wait, we didn't get our whole paycheck. What are we going to do? Oh, we can finance the car. We can get credit cards. And now we take on debt to make up that gap that was created from not getting all of our paycheck in the first place like we were supposed to. But now what happens? Now you have a car payment. You have uh, minimum payments on your credit cards. And this stuff just starts to snowball. So the system is rigged against us from the very start. Now, something that I learned quite a while ago, was that if you are an entrepreneur, especially if you have a home-based business, you get to flip the script. When you have a home-based business, you can earn income in that business. Then you pay all of your expenses first. You don't pay taxes first. You pay all of your expenses first. 
and then you pay taxes on what's left over. Now, watch what happens when you may still work a job, but you have a side hustle. You have a home-based business. You flip the script. Now, you earn income in your home-based business, and you now have deductions. That car that you drive, a portion of that mileage is deductible. That cell phone that you have is now no longer a liability. It's a deduction. Part of that cell phone bill is now an expense in your business. Your internet connection is an expense in your business. Now, instead of these things being liabilities, you write those things off and you're able to legally, morally, and ethically lower your taxes. And now you're in a position where you're paying expenses. You basically uh, make your lifestyle deductible and you're paying expenses you know, like I said, your car, your cell phone, your wife, your internet access, and hundreds of other things that you're already spending money on now become business deductions. Now you're able to, again, legally, morally, and ethically lower your taxes. And you can now bridge that gap that you had. You can actually start getting some of that tax money back early. And we want the episode's going to start running long. I'm just suggesting some things here. So I've been a serial entrepreneur for many, many years. And here's the thing that I've learned is that you can suck at it. You don't have to be very good at being an entrepreneur. You can fail over and over again. But as long as you're trying, you create business expenses and deductions and you legally, morally and ethically lower your taxes. That is a um, way that you can bridge the gap. Now, here's the other thing with a home-based business. And again, I want to close this out here in a few minutes. But when you have a home-based business, number one, you can start bringing your taxes back. out of What's taken out of your paycheck, you can have that reduced. The average W-2 employee overpays their taxes by about $5,000 a year. So imagine if you created a home-based business you were able to start getting that 5000 back a year. Do you think that you could pay down your debt? Do you think that you could save more towards your retirement? So you can see how um, having a home-based business flips the script. It takes a system that's rigged against the average person. The tax laws in this country are rigged towards business owners, and we can legally, morally, and ethically take advantage of that system by starting a home-based business. There you have it. You know, our, our mental programming causes us to fall behind and being working in a rigged system causes us to fall behind. Now, I am a certified life coach, I think I mentioned in the first episode, and my specialty is helping people coach people through their finances, not as a financial advisor, but as a mindset coach and a business coach. And if you would like to know more about that, you can text me. My number is 619-992-7148. Again, 619-992-7148. Just text me and say, you know, you want to know more about how to fix your money mindset. Maybe you want to know more about how to start a home business, or maybe you have a business and you're just not very successful at it. I can help coach you with that. But let's just have a conversation See if there's a fit. See if there's maybe a way that I can help you. I think we're going to wrap the episode up here. 
Thank you again for listening to episode number two. Again, episode number three is going to be about how I do have a pension from FedEx, but I'm still behind on my retirement goals. I'll explain how. So again, thank you for listening to episode two. Have an amazing, awesome day. By the way, uh, subscribe or follow this podcast so you'll be updated when a new episode drops. And it also helps amazing people find the episode better because we get ranked as podcasters by how many subscribers and followers we have. So I would definitely appreciate that. And have an amazing, awesome day. I'll see you again in episode three. Namaste.